This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son, Juicy, or in this episode, Juice son, Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live? Who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. Vote of no confidence? Well, how about I have no confidence in the people who called for a vote of no confidence? I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon, and this is Non-Censored. Hello, so this is our first regular podcast episode. This week was was quite wonderful. Uh, We have an interview with media lovey James O'Brien. We discussed some current issues with Ishan Akbar. And there were lots of things we discussed that we just didn't have room to fit in this this highlights episode. Absolutely didn't we, such a busy week. <laughs> I mean it really was. I mean we had uh, we had a what did we have? We had a very wokey lefty lawyer talking about Rwanda and um oh I destroyed her. I absolutely eliminated her. I mean, it, she was humiliated. Well, there, 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 I mean, there, there was a bit of a bone of contention from the public there. I, I think some people had some different views, but it was certainly a, 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 a challenging interview. Martin, my clip had 17,000 quote tweets. Yes. Now, people don't quote tweet videos like that unless they're very impressed well, I mean, with it. I've, I've got a clip here. I could play it if you want me to, to... No, no, I don't think we need to listen to the clip, Martin. There's no room. There's no room from the clip. I, I think we just got to take it that she was very humiliated. I, I had thousands of messages of people just saying about how I'd eliminated her. I think it was made into a little meme or whatever it's called. It was just just shocking. I mean, poor thing. She's probably probably cowering in her little lawyer office right now. <laughs> Yes, yes, uh, it's your show anyway. So you're you're the one who's telling the story. It is, it is my show. But we we had other things. We had a, a oh god, a silly woman talking about how monkeypox was causing hatred towards monkeys. And um, a social mobility czar uh, this week told working class children not to aim for Oxbridge. Now, the thing is, yeah. Martin, 
This is what I say to all my working class friends. I say, stop working with me. Right. Well, yes. Yes, that is that is uh, something that uh, a few of your working class friends have, have um, uh, said that they wanted to do to me, actually. <laughs> but I encourage them to, um, to, to to pursue whatever goals they want. I, I wish we could have we could have fitted everything in. I mean, there's the whole Saudi Arabia Gulf story, which I think really is a fuss about nothing, isn't it? I mean, Saudi Arabia doesn't like women, fine, but women don't like golf. So what's the problem? But Martin, of course, the biggest story this week was the vote of no confidence. And you really pulled a coup this week. You got us. Tell us, Martin, who did you get us to guest on the show? This is quite amazing. Yes. Um, Well, if I were to say that his name rhymes with Morris Bonson. (laughs) Well, it it wouldn't take a genius to work out that I'm talking about the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson. Well, it, it was a unanimous win, wasn't it, Prime Minister? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, thank you uh, for having me. Uh, you know, it's wonderful uh, to talk to you, of course. And, uh, you know, can I just say, yeah, fantastic victory. And, uh, you know, it's sort of a, a V-Day uh, for, for myself and the Tory party and, and everyone in the country, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone will be delighted. And, uh, you know, so, so, so yeah, no, thank you for, for bringing that up, of course. Now, listen, I don't want to turn the tone because obviously this is a unanimous win and it's wonderful. Mm. Mm. Um, but there were 148 Tory MPs who failed to back you. Now, what are they doing here? I just feel they're they're self-destructing the Tory party, aren't they? Uh, They're opening the door... To a smirking Keir Starmer. Yeah, I mean, you need, I, 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 what, I, what I will say is that I, is, is, as much as they, they, they voted against me, but in a way, uh, they were voting for me uh, because it, 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 it's a show uh, of support. Because uh, you know, yes, yes, they 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 said they've got no confidence. Uh, but what what they're really saying uh, is that they, they've got no confidence now. Uh, but they do still uh, love me. And, uh, you know, so, so I would say uh, all it's going to do is bring, bring us more success. And, 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 and I've, I've spoken to a few of them, I, I, mainly before. I, I held up uh, one gentleman up against the wall and I said, I said, vote for me, you f***ing prick. And, and, and he, he, he still didn't. And, uh, you know, that, that is frustrating, but, you know, you have to, you, have to, uh, you know, take these uh, things uh, as, and, as and when they come. I remember the great uh, uh, French prophet, uh, Jean Valjean. Uh, he he oh, once uh, yes. yeah 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 you know him he, yes. he said uh, you know enchanté uh, la la trophy more référendum and uh, you know and I think I think that is is very uh, it makes a lot of sense today so I'm not I'm not I'm not too bothered about the people who didn't who didn't vote for me I, you know I, I've I've had many uh, political people oppose me in the past and uh, and I've still managed to uh, you know get get my way through that's the thing isn't it when people win a war. We don't say, well, look at all the dead bodies. We go, you won. Party's over. Let's move on. Yeah, and that's yeah. what's happening here. You've won the war. And now you can continue being the, the sort of greatest uh, prime minister since Winston Churchill, really. Oh, right. I, I, you know, I can only attempt uh, to, be, to be as good as, uh, as, as the great man. But I'm sure if he uh, was alive today, uh, then he would have come uh, to these parties because he knows how hard we were working. And, and, and if we can't. Uh, you know, have a uh, you know a relaxed 
you know, karaoke club night with cheese and wine and uh, and a couple of uh, uh, local escorts. Then, then, then what 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 is what does the world come to? I'm sure the NHS uh, workers were doing exactly the, the same. What do you say to claims that you are um, a lame duck prime minister? Uh, well, you know, I uh, in some countries, uh, in some that I've I visited, uh, the duck. Is seen as 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 a prized uh, animal, and uh, and and I think in this uh, scenario, uh, yeah, sure, it's a lame duck. But once the duck is on the water, uh, he doesn't really need. Uh, uh, he only needs one of his legs, isn't it? So you see, you know, and it'll be looking, it'll be beautiful uh, there with a lovely mallard or two, three mallards, uh, you know. And that, that is uh, is mallard the female? I, I, you know, that, but that I I don't think it's 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 a negative. Uh, 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 connotation. I think it can only be uh, a good thing, and uh, and I, I love ducks. I I do. I know. So so yeah. I, I take it as a compliment. Wonderful, wonderful. I mean, this this is this is the thing about you. I think Prime Minister is you're very optimistic, aren't you? You you yes. keep on. Uh, people might say that you're sort of desperately clinging on to power, but I mm. don't see it like that. I think no. a man who who looks into the future, sees positive things and knows he's the one to bring it forward. Well, you know, it is in times uh, like this and I like to think of the late, uh, great uh, Captain Tom. And, uh, mm. and I remember when he was walking up and down his garden and he was getting all that positive press and I, and I was thinking, how is he getting all that positive press? And, you know, I'm doing uh, so much wonderful things. I, I, you know, I'm trying to kill all the old people. i I, yeah, I be honest with you, I was a little bit bitter about him uh, uh, at times. And especially when it was his birthday and he got all those cards uh, in, 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 in the gymnasium stuff. But um, what was I saying? I, you know, well, I think of the, the brilliant Captain Tom and, uh, and I just think I'm as good as that. I think, and you know, we were talking about lame ducks earlier. Mm, I mean, mm. who's, who's, who's the more likely lame duck? A, a little old man who has to walk so slowly he has to use a frame mm. or, or a, you know, a virile prime minister who has bags of energy, who cheated death, and yes. who's here to fight another day. Who's really the lame duck here? I, I, of course, I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I, if I, 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 look at, I, I look at the Queen. You know, you've had four days uh, celebrating the Queen. Uh, she was only there for one of them. And, and she had uh, a walking stick. You know, is, is that not the definition of a lame yes. Queen? Yes. She was lame. So yes. you know, I, I'm not lame. I, you know, I, I, as you correctly say, I've cheated death. Uh, I've had four children uh, this month. Maybe, uh, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, maybe, maybe more. You just don't know. You, you have no idea. And, and, and I, I, I would say I'm, I'm complete opposite of lame. I'm a duck, uh, and all the good bits about a duck, and uh, bloody tasty it is too. Now, unlike the rest of the media, this show actually believes in political balance, giving you a range of views and letting you make up your own mind. So we heard from the government, but we also heard from someone who used to be in government, former Conservative MP Michael Lavash. What do you make of this, this, uh, this, this result? I mean, Boris, is, he's, he's really run away with it, hasn't he? <laughs> he absolutely has. And I'll be honest with you, I am not surprised in the slightest. I yes. couldn't be happier for him. Uh, you know, he, he, he's been a good friend for a good many years, you know, right up until and then even after when he sacked me from government. But I don't mind. I'm just happy to see him thriving. 
Now, Michael, I hope you don't mind. I did want to sort of bring up with you certain things you said in the past, because obviously you're very behind Boris Johnson. However, in the 2016 leadership election, you did describe him as unqualified, unserious and a total shit. Yeah, uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did say that. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, that's clearly two friends having a joke between oh, each I other. <laughs> you know, he, oh, he's unqualified. I'm incompetent. You know, it's it's, it's humour. It's it's very clever humour between two good friends. That's all it was. He, you know, he, he 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 he. Yes, he was unqualified. Yes, you know, he was unserious. And sometimes he can be a shit. But you know. We were just joking. We're just friends joking. But I think he's serious, isn't he? Yes, he's got very silly hair, but otherwise he's serious about the job in hand. Wouldn't you agree with that? Absolutely. There is nothing he is more serious about than his job or, you know, other things surrounding his job that might not be his job. Uh, And, of course, his hair is ridiculous. But, you know, I've had words with him about that and he just doesn't listen. Uh, sorry, I think my, my producer, Martin, was, was trying to get yes, in there. Yes, we do have another quote here from uh, from 2016. It says, I hate him. I really hate him. He's a twat, and that's not a joke. Well, I can see... I mean, yes, I, 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 think, you're, I think you're paraphrasing what I uh, said. Actually, uh, I, I believe you did say it on this station. In fact, I, I think we have a clip here. I can just get up. I hate him. I hate him. I really hate him. You know, he's a twat. Categorically not a joke. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I mean, that's... Uh, uh, yeah, that's a, 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 that is something I said. Absolutely. But what, but what you're missing is the wider context of that sentence. Uh, you know, uh, and that the, the context of that sentence was I started with, this is categorically a joke. I hate him. I hate him. I really hate him. He's a twat. You know, this is categorically not a joke. End joke. That was that's the context there. You missed that. No, Michael. See now, now I hear what you're saying. I mean, I know what the media can be like. It really can take things out of context. Uh, but this is from our station, and we don't do that here. We don't make things up. No, we don't make things up. No, 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 no. Exactly. It's a wonderful station. Uh, thank you. I think. I, yeah, thank you. I think there's just been some crossed wires there uh, somewhere, and you know, may, maybe maybe someone else said it. Maybe it wasn't me after all. Uh, you know. Uh, and well, to be fair, Michael, I'm sure you've said some wonderful things about the prime minister as well. Um, um, uh, Producer yes. Martin, can you can you dig out any sort of good good quotes that that uh, Michael may have said in in pro pro prime minister? Uh, I'll see what I can dig up, and uh, I'll get that over to you shortly. Wonderful. So while Producer Martin is doing that, um, Michael, I I just want to sort of briefly touch on this. Obviously, you haven't been in government for a while um, after some. Financial impropriety, uh, I believe. Uh, no, that's where you're wrong. Uh, right. I, I, uh, I was fired uh, because I had been recently assigned the role of government sustainability czar, and then I was photographed by the press using a non-disposable cup. That's why I was fired. I was also engaged in substantial financial impropriety, but that had nothing to do with being fired. Oh, I see. It's terrible. It's terrible, isn't it, how they blow things up like this? I mean, utterly madness. You know, the, it's 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 left wing biased at its worst. You know, and that's coming from the government. You know, which it, I what, I don't know what that tells you, but it, it's not good. Do you feel a kinship with Boris Johnson, who author also uh, suffers from attacks from the wokies? Yes, yes, yes. It's something we used to talk about a lot. Uh, the the wokies, the woke uh, woke woke wokey wokes. I think they're gunning for blood. 
and you know, of course, they 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 caused blood when they got me, and you know, I I died. I, I didn't die. I didn't die. That's you know, that's a metaphor. Your career died. My career died, and your it, life it, it, your life died. Your my, your, your self respect died. Well, your, then, no, like, the, the love your wife had for you died. Uh, but that had died a long time ago. But right. you know. We're still living together. That shouldn't be an obstacle. So, Michael, before I go to our final question, I just wanted to check in with Producer yeah. Martin. Producer Martin, have you found any fun, fun, lovely, lovely friendship quotes that Michael may have said yes, about, I, uh, about Boris I Johnson? I have indeed. Um, I, I, he, he once called him an egg, which I think is, is probably a shorthand for a, for a good egg, you know, something positive. It's, the full quote was, the, the man's an egg, he's a fucking egg. I'll fucking smash his face, the egg. I don't know if that's a sort of friendly. Sounds very affectionate. Yeah. It, it, it was. That's what I used to call him. Egg, eggy, eggy, eggy bread. Uh, that's we. That's just the 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 rapport that we had together right up until he sacked me. Now, in this show, it's not just about serious issues. We also like to have a laugh. And that's why we bring on comedian Ishan Akbar to talk about the news. Martin, what did we talk about this We've week? We've got a good chat about Love Island, whether it's woke or not, and all of the different parameters that you could score a little point against the uh, the wokerati. <laughs> So Love Island is back on our screens, but what is on everyone's lips is, is it now too woke? There's virtual signalling with ethical wardrobes. They've partnered with eBay instead of their usual jolly, trashy clothes. Uh, here in the studio to discuss this with me is Ishan Akbar. Hello, it's lovely to be back. Well, Ishan, one thing I did want to to get your um, opinion on as our diversity hire. Uh, that, that's a diversity correspondent. Uh, diversity correspondent um, was that there, there was a dramatic twist this year. So usually what happens is the women step forward on the man they like and then the man chooses which of those women he wants to go with. Now, this time, that was taken out of their hands, presumably so their feelings weren't hurt. And instead, the viewing public got to decide who paired off with who? So it was sort of like an arranged marriage. Yes. Uh, which, which I, I, you know, is I, I assume is something you know lots about. Well, I, I, I know lots about it because um, it has happened to other members of my my community. Um, I, I was in the well, the way it was set up for me was in uh, the previous iteration of the program where I would get to choose. I mean, my mother came home with seventeen very eligible women and um i i got to pick three of them and uh, i picked three of them and they they said they said no so i didn't i didn't see them oh so then th this year what what they've decided is that they would do it the other way they actually got the community to vote for the women that would go with me and uh, the community voted for um for, for, for nobody um because they said it was better that but generally i i think it's i think I mean, democracy is good, isn't it? Yes, yes, I, I absolutely I know, I agree feel, with I... you there, Ishan. Democracy is good, and oh, so Brendan, when you leave it to democracy, though, here's what happens: is they'll they'll pair the black person up 
with the black person. And the that black is person. exactly what happened, actually. Oh. So because the public chose, yes. they paired the, the two black women off with the two black men. Right. Well, there because we are. Because they, they had to put them with someone they felt they had something in common with. And that's what, that's what the public said. So, Martin, do you not like interracial relationships? I No, I, I, I do. I do. I, I encourage them. I, uh, I think, why not? Oh, give it... so you fetishise interracial no, relationships? No, 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 not at all. I mean, I'm just, I'm pro uh, people being happy together, re- re- regardless of their uh, com- complexion, um, the, the background, uh, as, as long as they're happy. Also, if you prefer to be alone, that is equally okay with me. Maybe, maybe Isha and your community felt that you wanted to be alone, and that's why they chose no one. Well, uh, perhaps, or maybe, maybe because the people that were put to a vote, there were uh, eleven women, uh, six six were white because the country is majority white. Um, one was Asian, one was a black lady, and two were kind of they didn't really disclose their race because we, we did they did an equality form before they went to the vote, uh, but for some reason I don't know how they reversed. I I think I think I'm eligible. I think I'm nice. Yes, and I'm sure there are some women who agree with you. Yes. Uh, now, ahead of the series, contestants were were offered video training and guidance covering appropriate inclusive language around disability, sexuality, race, and ethnicity, as well as general behaviours and microaggressions. Now, one of the reasons why we love Love Island is because it's fun people get angry the men gaslight the women we all have a good laugh is this is this a bygone era are we now just going to see women and men being polite to each other yes i think so i think there's a real risk of love island just becoming this boring exchange between people who avoid saying anything that may or may seem potentially hurtful to one another unless of course the diversity training which is the kind that i advocate was making sure that whatever racism or sexism they were doing was well researched and well understood so instead of calling someone you know a generic slur you could be very specific about the country and region that they're from and actually that they may feel more welcomed you know i i'm as you know a big advocate of making sure that people get things right even when they're being racist yes accuracy is is key here Um, accuracy if you will (laughs) very good i mean it it honestly, it really does change things up having a comedian on the panel. Martin, could you could you fill us on on, on some maybe some some fun racial slurs? Oh, uh, well, I. Martin, do you have any favourites? I don't know if I'd uh, it's call any racial slurs uh, fun, and I, I I certainly don't have any favourites. Not not keen on those words. They're bad words. I I I I would like. I would like Which ones stop. do you know? Tell us. Tell us the ones you know. Oh, I'm not sh- sure that. I, I mean, you know, I mean, we all obviously we all hear See, some but from time to time, but it's 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 not something that I care to to, to to bring up. Which ones do you hear the most? Well, for coming out of your mouth, I know. I mean, hey, <laughs> you know, that's that's not me. I don't. I live in a post-color landscape. I don't. I don't see race. I try. I try not to see it. I. It's, what? I mean, you try. No, I mean, I see. You try not to see it, but when are you forced to see it? Well, you you know, sometimes you're just walking down the road late at night, and you think, oh, they look a bit different. Oh, 
Sorry, uh, Martin, could you be more specific? No, I mean, not in a bad way. I mean, like, I mean, yes, they're good. Diversity, I'm happy when my, my area is... Okay, Martin, if I... If if you were riding a bike, because I assume you ride a bike, I don't imagine you are able to afford a and car. bicycle, yes. And I ran to you in the middle of the night and stole your bike, and the police asked for a description of me. Yes. What would you say? I'd say it was comedian Ishan Akbar. Uh, I'd do a radio show with him upon occasion, and, and um, well, I probably but wouldn't they, report they you. Wouldn't, I just, I'd just come round to your house radio, and have so a they conversation. But they wouldn't know what I looked like. How would you describe me? I'd probably show them one of your promo photos. I don't know. It's... Can I just say, this is the problem. This is the problem with Love Island. Martin yeah. is a key example of someone who would go on Love Island now. Instead of saying what he thinks, he'd just warble on about his bike and everyone would be very bored. But apparently it would be safe. He does warble on about his bike, well, It's he? a Brompton. It's quite expensive. So I, I don't think I'd mention it all the time. But What colour is the Brompton? It's brown. Is it a bike of colour? Not in a, like, I mean, I didn't choose that because for any reason, it's just the colour that it, there was money off. I don't think any of us were thinking of a reason, Martin, but sure. So, okay, fine, final, final point. Uh, I'll go to you first, Ishan. Do you reckon Love Island, is it too woke? Yes, in a word, it is far too woke. Producer Martin, is it too woke? I, I don't think it is but i guess it's not really down to me i'm not the target demographic i think some of its audience may believe so. right that's, that's all we have time for i think we can all agree that love island is too woke now finally is the interview he didn't want you to hear james o'brien he tried to get this stopped he was daunted by how I put him in his place, and he tried to get his lawyers onto us, didn't he, He certainly Martin? did, yeah. And do you know what I did? I took that letter and I threw it yes, in the bin. Yes, did, and I, I, I took it out of the bin and I, I responded to it. And then I spat and on I, it. I, I rubbed the spit off because uh, I couldn't quite read what was written on it. Uh, but I did respond to them and it's, it's all been ironed out in a nice, legal and fair manner. Yes, they won't be doing that again in a hurry. <laughs> no, I, I doubt he'll agree to come on the programme again. Now, our guest today is an activist radio host, podcaster and, like myself, a famed opinionist. He is also the author of a two-part memoir charting his painful journey to accepting the limitations of his liberal mind. How to be right and its touching conclusion, how to be wrong. Uh, James O'Brien, welcome to the show. Thank you. The, the second one's how not to, to be wrong. The second oh, uh, Martin, how... you didn't tell me that. How to be, how not to be wrong. So a sort of a bit like OJ Simpson's If I Did It, a sort of. It's uh, very like that. Yeah, very like that. Right. Well, I've I have of course uh, read the book. Uh, very interesting. Um, but for those who haven't, could you could you tell could you tell people a bit about it? The first book is about how people end up holding opinions that are not very often supported by facts or evidence. And the yes, second book is how I guess it is it is how I ended up holding various opinions that were not really supported by facts or evidence and, and, and the sort of seeds of my own prejudices. Well, the seeds of your own prejudices are very sort of evident in, in your work. So I think it's very brave of you to to explore that in, in a book. Um, it's just wonderful. Yeah. So 
Very good. I guess I, I want to ask you, James, when did you realise you were wrong? I mean, has it been a lifelong journey, uh, an epiphany or or was it Brexit? Uh, it was it was Brexit, wasn't it? No, no. It's more about catching myself causing hurt and pain to other people who probably didn't deserve it. So holding opinions about other people's lifestyle choices that were quite caustic. I mean, it's very good box office, of course, to be vicious and rude about people who are different from from you. And, and I just guess I caught myself doing it and tried to work out why. And when I couldn't come up with any plausible or flattering answers, I'm afraid I was left with little option but to conclude that I had been wrong to hold those views in in the first place. Wonderful and and when in your book do you deal with Brexiteers and how you've you've wronged them is that? Well I mean unfortunately the, I mean, the, the nature of my radio show which is a you know a modest little project is that they they ring in and they wrong themselves really all I do is ask questions to which they are often unable to provide even the most Simple of answers, so so it's, it's I'm, I'm a relatively minor player in the Brexit debate. My job is simply to ask people what their very pungent and strong opinions are based on, and it would be generous perhaps to say that they often turn out to be built on nothing remotely sane at all, including some of the most popular and widely held opinions in the country at the moment. Which which sort of I don't know whether you've noticed this, but fewer and fewer people are still clinging to the notion that it was a good idea. Um, I, I don't know Well, I, I don't means. know what you say that, James, but, you know, Brexit, I think, is, is offering so many opportunities that they've created yes. a department for Brexit opportunities. I mean, there's not a Brexit department of, you know, no opportunities, is there? That There's, there's simply a, a lot to be doing. And, and Brexit gave us the vaccine. It uh, took away the, 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 you know, the pointy bananas, which, of course, was very dangerous for wildlife choking on those bananas yes. so the, these are all yes. these are all things to kind of take into account aren't they no I, yes i mean i you're, you're not right exactly but you, you're certainly saying things that i've heard many times before how do you explain for example james i don't know if you you were aware of the 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 survey in the express which said i think 95 percent yes. of brexit voters were very satisfied with the way brexit panned out when did when where when where, when did you see that? Where was this from? Sorry. Uh, um, I did, but um, well, Martin, yes. can you can you no, remember? Yes, yes, it was it was from so, the uh, the sixteenth sixteenth of May. Um, I, you you may have just misquoted yes. it slightly. It's a, a staggering poll shows a ninety four percent of readers oh, believe we haven't got the Brexit we voted for. Yes. No, that's not that's not. Yes, is, is that's what, no, it's just you Martin. just missed one word. It was just that, that we we haven't. It's not that we we got the Brexit, oh, it's is that we haven't. So it's similar message. It's funny. It's these it's these it's these little words, isn't it? It's like we were talking earlier, James, about your book with its sort of how not to be wrong. It sort of yes. throws people off course, yes. doesn't it? Just changes it changes okay. changes the the whole the whole idea. Yes, it's, it's there it is. I mean, I do remember that that story about ninety four percent of Brexit voters concluding that they didn't get the Brexit that they voted for, which is odd, of course, because um, everybody knew exactly what they were voting for. Well, we did know exactly what we were voting for. And it's a Brexit in progress, isn't it? When people talk about an mm. oven-ready deal, they don't, you still have to put it in the oven. You still have to watch it. You might have to boil a kettle. And oh, 
I, I hadn't thought of it that yes. way. So Oven Ready was not, not designed to convey the idea that it all would be done and dusted once this deal was signed. It was it was, it was was like the beginning yes. of the cooking time. Exactly, James. Still, exactly. And that's what people misunderstood. The, so the bigger the bird, the longer the cooking time. Well, yeah, that's yes. right. Well, I think we're educating both each other today. Well, you live and learn. Yeah. Sorry, Martin, what are you trying to say there? I was, I was going to say that just, um, you know, with, with the uh, oven-ready deal, there's also cha- uh, carrots to be chopped. There's um, you know, peas yes, to be true. shelled. Yes. Uh, you might want to make some gravy. Yeah. That'll, that'll take 15 minutes. And people argue when they cook. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. I mean, if Gordon Ramsay is sort of the, um, the Boris Johnson of the kitchen, isn't he? Uh, yes. But... Let's address the elephant in the room here. You you have yeah. been accused of bullying our culture secretary. By who? Well, by our culture secretary. Oh, so yeah. This, well, I mean, the detail is a little bit unhelpful to that accusation. I think that the current culture secretary called me a posh boy public school fuckwit. Well, listen, I can't. For... I can't be expected to remember what what she tweeted but no well i mean i wish i couldn't either but this was for the offense of having attended the same school that she sent her own daughters to i'm not sure i mean it came up in select committee this and i'm not sure when she was asked that she could provide any evidence at all of me having engaged in the sort of behavior she accused me of and i I haven't been able to find any either but she she said james she said there'd been countless countless occasions it's just unfortunately no one could back it up with evidence but evidence is a, yes. know, it's a very subjective thing, isn't it? Evidence. So it's very much in the eye of the beholder. Yes. It's very much in the eye of the beholder. But, you know, like when you go and sort of, you know, some people don't like Noel Edmonds. That's that's just an opinion. Similarly, mm. with evidence, I, I think where I will agree with you is that by by calling you a posh boy, uh, wit, that's. I mean that's been that's been racist, really, isn't it? She's been prejudiced against you and your your upbringing. Something you it's, couldn't help. It's not an immutable. I'm not sure it's an immutable characteristic. Some others may disagree, but I, I, I think it, it, I mean, it's a decision taken by one's parents, isn't it, to send their children to yes, it was public your school fault. or private out, school out of your hands. Well, it was, but also of course Boris Johnson went to. Public school. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an inconsistent criticism, isn't it? If, 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 if something wrong with it when I did it, but there's nothing wrong with it when Boris Johnson, for whom she, well, she certainly seems to hold him in very high regard, yes, she, she seems untroubled by his education. He went to Eton, as you said. Yes, she did. She had a massive, I think, I think we can both agree she had a lapse of judgment when she you know, accused you of being posh. I think that was very unfair. Well, I, would hope, I would hope that we could all agree about that. Yeah, yeah. So, James, you yourself are constantly attacking The Sun, The Daily Telegraph, The Daily Mail, and in particular, The Spectator. What did they ever do to you? Uh, Well, I mean, on a personal level, not much. I I have the occasional unkind article. And today, The Spectator carries a story about the burgeoning popularity of opinion-based talk shows in in, in the commercial sector. Great. Without mentioning, without mentioning the most popular one in the country. So I think we have slightly. That, what's that, Piers, Piers Morgan? Not, not yet. No, um, it's me. Oh, is it, oh, is it you? He's snapping away at, at my heels with, I think, twenty-four thousand viewers at, at the last count. But James, is, I have one point four million. Uh, okay, well, that's that sounds like a lot. But James, if if it, the Spectator didn't sort of mention that, then is it true? Yeah. Is it true? Where are you getting that's your figures that, from? 
but yeah, I mean, that is, that is, it's like a tree falling down in a forest, isn't it? When there's no one there to, it is. to, to hear it, does it, does it, does it make a sound? So, and, and also I hate, I mean, I hate is a strong word, but I do hate the way that the people we were talking about at the beginning of this interview have been, I believe, manipulated into holding positions that are actually against their own interests. So you, you can find the editorials which encourage readers to be against junior doctors, for example, or, or even firefighters if they deign to take industrial action. The police are coming in for quite a lot of abuse at the moment. Um, uh, pretty much every area of public service that might be defined or, or described as being for the public good comes in at one point or another for, for abuse from organs that are pretty much dedicated solely to protecting the power of their owners. So I, I, I mean, I sound a little bit undergraduate, perhaps, but I find that quite but, troubling. But, but, I find but James, that they're not just disturbing. protecting their owners, they're also protecting the government. Yes, well, they are definitely protecting the government. I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more strongly on that. I mean, to, to the, to, to almost a, I mean, an incredible degree. Yes, incredible, for, incredible. For a democracy. Yes, oh, God, well, yes. great for democracy. I mean, it's great Thanks. because I feel we're actually really agreeing on a lot of things here, which I think is really, I wasn't expecting. I thought we'd, we, I thought we would disagree right. on a lot. And actually, I think... Um, we're really finding common ground. I, I, feel, I feel like earlier, if, if I can just yeah. inject, I feel like earlier we all agreed that um, that Boris Johnson was a kind of lovable uh, but effective Gordon Ramsay type in the kitchen. I think I think we all agreed yes. on that. And um, it's just occurred to me that, that Brexit is a bit like that bit in Ratatouille where um, uh, a lovable little cartoon uh, uh, creature crawls, crawls in under the hat and starts... You know, just it, it all goes a bit crazy. We're not sure what's going on, but it is fun, and we're all we're all just happy to watch it, watch it happen. So, Martin, what is is is, is Brexit the lovable? Well, that's rodent? the question, isn't it? And are the spectator the um, the hat that covers the rodent, and and therefore makes it possible? Because we all, we all like what it's cooking up, but we just don't want to see it happen, do we? So, pop a hat on it. It's, it's good, Martin. Many yeah. many people would think this analogy is very stupid, but actually, I think it really it's really quite illustrative. I like the restaurant angle of it. I think there's some relevance there because there was a story in the Evening Standard a few years ago about about a Chinese restaurant in Bayswater, and they actually got a photograph of a large vat of soup, and there was a small mouse swimming swimming through the soup. So perhaps we could work with this. I would say that the United Kingdom was the bowl of soup. And Brexit was the mouse. Do you know what? I don't think he's even seen Ratatouille. Anyway, that's it for this week. Please join us again next Friday for more highlights from the week's news. And uh, Martin, can you do the bit where you tell them about what they Absolutely. need to do? Absolutely. Click like and subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a moment of the fun and information from us at Nonsensored. And leave a review. Sorry, always forget always that, Martin. That. Leave a review. Stars. It's very It's easier to hit the five stars, I think. It makes you feel good. It makes us feel good. <laughs> it just, just helps. Thanks to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Rob Gilroy, Luke Kempner and Ed Morish. And sending all our love and support to James O'Brien. I hope you recover from this devastating defeat soon. <laughs>